right, Degenerates, we're here to give you yet another mock draft. This time it's the Super Flex Edition. I am joined, as always, by your DFS Degenerate, the Commissioner himself, Mr. Eric DeFusco, and the Dynasty Degenerate, Mr. Steven Sampson. How you doing, nice Steve? Good, Brian. What's up, Degenerates? We're in the middle of the training camp season. Preseason games should be going on this weekend. And uh, exciting. How are you guys doing? Fucking excellent, man. Eric, how you doing tonight, brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited. Football's back. We got football from here till, what, February? Yeah, well, some of us do. Never the gonna Cowboys will be done in January, I think. Oh, yeah. will be done in February, hoisting the Lombardi, dude. <laughs> Why is Tom Brady's arm going to be tired? The... <laughs> you didn't uh... see the meme last time the Suns went to the finals and yeah. lost? Who hoisted the Lombardi? Yeah. Who was their coach? That. <laughs> A much better coach than uh, Mike McCarthy. I know that, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, Hall of Fame, Jimmy. Hall yeah. of Fame. Ring of honor. Hall of Fame, Jimmy. All right. So, uh. I don't see any reason to put it off. We got no mailbag. Let's jump right in. Let's get our mock on. So we're going to be doing a redraft super flex mock draft. One QB, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, two regular flex, one super flex, and six bench. Obviously, for all of uh, you immatures out there, super flex is a extra flex spot where you are allowed to start any position, including quarterback. Obviously, it is very advantageous to start a second quarterback in that spot. The better your two quarterbacks, the better your chances of winning. They score more points than every other fantasy position. And in regular drafts, they are devalued because you only have to start one. Most people don't even hold two, and there's plenty of them out there. In super flexes, they're much rarer commodities. And you need to prioritize them a little bit more. Uh, Steven, you have the most experience with Superflex out of anybody. What what kind of priority do you put on that second QB? Um, it depends on how the uh, how the draft is going, but I really want my first two quarterbacks probably in the first five or six rounds. Um, I I put a little bit more premium on it because it, it is a lot harder to get a good starting second quarterback, and sometimes. By the sixth round, a lot of people already have three. So mm-hmm. you know, qu- the quality of the quarterback really drops off after, say, 15. And you-, you could end up with somebody like Drew Locke as your second quarterback, or sometimes as your first quarterback, which is even worse. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's definitely, this is definitely much more dynasty oriented, but we are starting to see a, see a little bit more in redraft. It's still not very popular, but it's gaining and it's becoming, I think this year is probably the most popular year for it. So we figured what the hell, let's do a redraft mock, right? Uh, Eric, do you have a ton of experience with Superflex, or, you know, do you typically stick to one QB and what do you put, what priority do you put on that, that second QB in your draft? I haven't experienced Superflex a ton. I have done a little bit in the past. I am currently in, we're all in, the Superflex Dynasty League, which is yet to start because it was a startup this year. And I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Steve. Like, I would love to get my second QB, like, within, like, the first, like, five picks, maybe six, because there's a massive drop-off. But I also don't think, like, so in the mock, for example, Brian, you're picking at what? Like the, you're picking at the back, right? Like 111-ish or something? Yes, sir. If there's a, st- a solid running back in your position, I don't think I'd reach for a QB. I mean, how are you going to pass up a guy that could slip to you like a... a I could get Alvin Kamara at the 111. It's possible. Not likely, but possible. Yeah. Because most likely Mahomes, Allen, Murray, Dak, and Lamar will be gone, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of a drop-off, I feel like, after them. And I like I said, you you got to be smart. I still try to play the, the the best value of available approach, even in super flex. But quarterbacks are much more important because, mm-hmm. like Steve said, they can dry up quick. And then you're looking, and your <laughs> second quarterback, you're stuck with a a Daniel Jones or a fucking Cam Newton. See, like where I would probably say where you're where you're at, Eric, at the beginning. 
I would probably be a little bit more comfortable with that philosophy of taking, you know, that running back there. Because if Mahomes and or Murray or Allen, depending on your preference, is gone, I'd probably take the running back because you know there'll be somebody there when it gets back to you in the second and third rounds. Whereas Brian, if he doesn't take one in the first or second round, he's got to wait you know, all the way through the second and the third rounds where you're taking the chance that, that the quality is already gone. I mean, but it, it really just depends on how, you know, how the draft is flowing. Like I would expect in the first round, a minimum of six quarterbacks to come off the board. If if it doesn't go that way, which I've been in a couple that it didn't, I would be surprised, but it gives you a lot of flexibility if it, if it doesn't shake out that way. Agreed. Like this, this is a lot. This is some practice for me and Brian too, because we don't do these often. So, yeah, yeah no, this is uh, this is my. This is actually this is my first year in a super flex. You know, obviously, uh, you know, I'm the redraft degenerate. I typically stick to redraft, and you, like I said, you don't see this a lot in redraft. It's not common at all. It's very rare, but it's gaining in popularity. It's becoming more and more popular every year. Uh, it still takes up a very small percentage of fantasy leagues, but that percentage is growing every offseason it grows so we'll see what we got right it's going to be the yeah. new idp they've been saying yeah, idp so. is going to take over for what a decade yeah <laughs> idp is taking over it's the best format we super will flex never is do next. idp on the show <laughs> i i like right. Superflex is interesting and i'm with you it does seem like it's slowly starting to uh, leak into redraft and it's interesting I, people like points man yeah I, it's, that's it yeah you know, it's like you, you've added the second flex spot, and now you're seeing the shift to add the super flex to just add more points. But I don't think the bench size is increasing to, no. to accommodate all these extra spots, so which like the, uh, is, is good, I guess. So, like, the thing for me is is not the point. Like, I don't care if the final score of every week is 60 to 59 or 200 million to 199 million. Uh, I'm not one of those guys that just wants to see the big number up on the board and go, oh, I scored 230 fantasy points, you know. Well, I got a point per attempt and two points for every catch and it's tight end premium and I have five flexes. Like, Yeah, none of that matters. I, I scored over 200, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's it's the premium. It's, it's the fact that in fantasy football, the quarterback has become almost as important as they are in regular football. So to me, it kind of matches up, you know, it's you, you're making the most important position on the field, the most important position on your fantasy team. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense in one quarterback leagues that the most important position on the field, the one position that you practically almost cannot win a Super Bowl without, and he almost doesn't matter in fantasy football, you know, like. It's the top three guys, and then just pick, take your pick, stream it, whatever. You know, it's like it doesn't make sense. So that's the reason that Superflex intrigues me. I'm still a one QB league kind of guy, but it does intrigue me, and I, I'm I'm looking to I'm lo- I'm very excited to give it a whirl. So let's go ahead and start our mock. Uh, Eric, you are at the one three. Steven, you are at the one seven, and I am at the one eleven. So let's hit it hard. So the draft has started. The very first pick was Josh Allen. Dalvin Cook comes off the board. Eric, you are on the <laughs> clock. Shit. Shit. Yep. So I was like, all right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if McCaffrey falls to me, I'm probably going to take him. Yeah, but I'm not like, expecting Mahomes I'm like, to fall to you. All right. I'm like, yeah, I was like, Mahomes ain't coming. I'm like, McCaffrey goes. I'm taking Kyla Murray. And McCaffrey and Mahomes are there. <laughs> So I think as crazy as this may be to some, actually, it's not crazy. I'm taking, I feel like, the safe fucking route. I'm going to take Mahomes. All right. So you take Pat Mahomes. The next pick was Christian McCaffrey, then Kyler Murray, Derek Henry. Steven, you are on the clock. Are we going to continue the pattern of quarterback, running back, quarterback, running back? We are not. I am going to do something crazy. Because I'm in the middle of the draft, and I know that I'll be able to take a quarterback at 2-6. I'm going to lock down my running back and take Kamara. Alvin Kamara comes off the board, followed by Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Lamar Jackson. And that leaves me on the clock. 
I have my choice. I got a lot of different players to choose from. Dak and Prescott. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's Zeke. the thing. I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, do I take Zeke and hope that Prescott comes back to me, which he probably won't, and if he's not there, I take Herbert? Or do I just take Dak and see if Zeke comes back around? Or if Zeke ain't there, you can always take Aaron Jones. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm looking at Aaron Jones, baby. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take my quarterback here. I'm gonna take Dak Prescott. Uh, wow, no, wow. no running backs by Team Twelve. So Justin Herbert goes and Tyreek Hill on the turn. I am back on the clock, and I have my choice of Chubb, Zeke, and Jones. So because I have Dak, I feel like I'm less interested in Zeke. I just don't. I don't feel like stacking Cowboys. No offense, Eric. Aaron Jones for me is ranked way too fucking low. I've been saying it all offseason. I'm going to take Aaron Jones here because I think he's going to finish top five. So Aaron Jones for me, then Nick Chubb, then Zeke, then Russell Wilson. And Steven, you are on the clock. You have Alvin Kamara. I feel like the quarterback pickings are a little slimmer than you had anticipated, but there are still plenty of really good names. Uh, What are you looking at here? I'm looking at Devontae Adams. I'm shocked that he's here. Um, Wilson went off, so the six that I figured would go in the first went. Um, there's one that went here so far. I anticipate two more to go in this round, and that will still leave me able to take a couple older guys, but uh, you know what I think are going to be quality guys. So I would probably never do this, but it's a mock. So I'm I'm taking Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, Mister. I put a premium on quarterbacks. Takes I, Devontae I know. Adams. Well, I know. I'm, 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 I'm a fucking hypocrite right now. But it, it's extremely hard in the middle to pass this up because yeah. I have the number one wide receiver and arguably one of the top three running backs. So, all right. So you have Devontae Adams. The next pick was Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Austin Eckler, and Eric. You are back on the clock. You have your quarterback. What are you looking at? So I think I'm going to snatch one of these running backs right here. I'm kind of flipping between a few of them right now, but I think um, I saw enough from him in the Hall of Fame game last week. To uh, he, he was very limited sample size. He only played a little bit into the second quarter, but I was I was I saw some uh, positive plays. He was on the field for all three downs. He looked okay running the ball. He looked pretty decent. So I think I'm going to lock up Najee Harris right here. Ooh. And All right, so quite the wide receiver run yeah. <laughs> right there. Wow. So you take Najee Harris, and next to go off the board is Stefan Diggs, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins. So I mean obviously I mean I plan kn- that better. <laughs> I know who you're picking here. Yeah. All you have to do is smash the button. I bet I, you I, I you think don't. He's taking, I think he's taking Calvin Ridley. I, I think he's taking Justin you Jefferson. Don't know who I'm taking. I'm gonna shock the shit out of you right now, and I'm not even gonna say it. Who are you gonna take, Mixon? Antonio Gibson. Oh, Gibson. Wow, wow. <laughs> that is shocking. Man, uh, I am a gambling fool, and it worked out. So the next pick was Justin Jefferson, followed by Calvin Ridley, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, and Stephen. You are on the clock as of right now. You have Alvin Kamara and Devontae Adams. No quarterbacks went off the board since your last pick, so I feel like your plan is working perfectly. It's working perfectly, and I'm stacking uh, Devontae Adams with the best quarterback in this year's draft, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) So uh, after Aaron Rodgers is Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, George Kittle. I am on the clock, and I have my choice. Man, the world is my fucking oyster. Are you going to pass on Dobbins here? I'm, I dude, know you it's love tough. him. It's tough, dude. It's tough, dude. Because I, I don't think he gets back to you just because Team 12 doesn't have a running back, and I think yeah. Allen Robinson does. Mm. I just know who you who you really like. That's why. Well, I'm that's asking. the problem is that I'm thinking I'm going to take a quarterback with one of these two picks. So I'm actually trying to decide between Dobbins and Robinson with this pick and taking my quarterback with my next pick. Yeah. And that's what makes it so hard. It's like, do I want the running back or do I want the wide receiver? Alan Robinson's fucking money. J.K. Dobbins has all the potential in the world. It's tough. And I am going to take Alan Robinson. Wait a minute. 
Hold your horses. Back that train up. If I scroll down just a little bit, I see Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It, 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 everything's so difficult. Why is my life so hard? Because you're, you're worried about taking a quarterback. You do know it's redraft, and you can you can take Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he's absolutely relevant because it's only a one-year lead. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to take Allen Robinson. I think he's money with Justin Fields. J.K. Dobbins is the next pick, followed by Kyle Pitts. And I'm going to go ahead and take my guy, Ryan Tannehill, as my QB2. Uh, the next pick was Matt Stafford, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. Quite the quarterback run. And you are back on the clock. So what are you looking at, Steve? Right now you have Alvin Kamara, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers. I have to decide if I want to take Keenan Allen here or if I want to take David Montgomery. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Keenan Allen here. Great pick. Yeah, I, I mean, he's money. He's money. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have to take my chance with a running back later. So the next pick was David Montgomery, followed by Michael Thomas, T-Law. little high for a rookie for me. Uh, Eric, you are on the clock. So far, you have Pat Mahomes, Najee Harris, and Antonio Gibson. Are you looking at that QB2 yet, or are you going to wait? I am looking at my QB2 spot right now because I feel like there's only one more guy in, I guess I would say, a tier if I was looking at him, and it's actually Tom Brady. I feel like there's a drop-off after Brady, and Team 2 does not have a QB. Team 1 has one QB, and... I would almost guarantee one of those four picks is going to be Tom Brady. So I'm going to skip on my wide receiver, and I'm going to double up my QBs, Mahomes and Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they shouldn't Bowl, take baby. any wide receivers. Oh, they do, though. <laughs> you take Tom Brady. The next pick was Josh Jacobs, Terry McLaurin, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson. I mean, team two, like, you don't have any quarterbacks, but your tight end is on lock. <laughs> and, Eric, you are back on the clock. What are you looking at here, bud? So I would, I think I got to snag a wide receiver because I think by the time they get back around to me, there's going to be a pretty substantial, substantial, holy fuck, I couldn't say that word, drop off. <laughs> and I'm looking at this, a few names, but I think there's one name that I kind of saw in it. I locked right in on it. And I'm just going to fucking take my boy, CD. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, amateurs out there would look at Mike Evans, but I think CD Lamb will end up having a better season, to be honest. So you take CD Lamb. The next pick was Miles Sanders, Daryl Henderson, Chris Carson, and Steven, you are on the clock. You have Alvin Kamara, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers for the stack, and Keenan Allen. What are you looking at, bud? I was really hoping Chris Carson was going to fall. Team six apparently needs all the running backs. <laughs> um, another one, QB zero. Damn it! Yeah, man. right. I, I mean, I <clears throat> honestly, and I'm not trying to help out a, a competitor, but I'd be just as happy with ET. Everything I'm hearing out of that camp says he is a ball catching machine. No, he is. Man, there's some good wide receivers here to pass up on, though. Well, that's the thing with Superflex, you know. The stud position players fall a little bit lower. You know, you get to the fifth, sixth round, and you you find oh, guys yeah. you're still in love with. I mean, it, it's hard to pass on Mike Evans right now. It mm -hmm. really is. Um, I would are you, figure are you Eric kind was of gonna in between him. those two, Evans and Et. I'm in between those two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I can still wait. I my thought process here is I can still wait and take Mike Davis, but I feel like Et. I'm just gonna take Et. I feel like. End of season, he's going to have more points. Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll have to probably try and take Davis later, anyways, just so I have the extra starter. But yeah, no, I agree. I think Ichi's a great pick in the fifth round. Uh, the next pick was Julio Jones, followed by Amari Cooper, Mike Evans. I am on the clock. I currently have Dak Prescott, Aaron Jones, Allen Robinson, and Ryan Tannehill. I have one running back and one wide receiver. I have both of my quarterbacks, which is nice, and. I really need to start shoring up those position players now. So I'm looking at what's at the top of my list here. And it's, I mean, Team 12 has one of everything. So he could fuck me no matter which way I go. If I take a wide receiver thing, I'm going to get a running back. He'll take a running back. You know, it's like, I'm going to go ahead and take Kareem Hunt here just because there's more wide receivers available. 
than running backs that I'm comfortable with. Like, I mean, to me, Kareem Hunt and Miles Gaskin are worlds apart. Who Miles Gaskin's next mm-hmm. on the list, followed by Mike Davis, Javonta Williams, James Robinson. Like, Kareem Hunt's a tier above. So I'm going to take Kareem Hunt here. And the next pick was Jamar Chase and Chris Godwin. So I have my pick of DJ Moore. Adam Thielen, I'm more and more down on by the day. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Come to the club, baby. <laughs> um, I do love me some Robert Woods. Deontay Johnson. No. Nope. No, I have not changed my mind on Deontay Johnson. I also could reach down and take my tight end with Noah Fant and just get it out of the fucking way. But I think I'm going to wait a little bit longer on that position. So, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take Robert Woods. I'm pretty comfortable with him as my wide receiver too. I feel confident he'll finish in wide receiver 2 territory with wide receiver 1 upside. So, I'm just I'm going to smash that. So, the very next pick was DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, James Rob James fucking Robinson goes before Miles Gaskin and Mike Davis. That's fucking silly. So, <laughs> yeah. Steve, you are on the clock. You currently have Alvin Kamara. Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, Keenan Allen, Travis Etienne. I'm taking Matt Ryan. He's the last quarterback left before they turn to junk. <laughs> I mean, uh, if I knew Watson was going to play, I, I would probably take him. But If, if Watson was going to play, he'd be long gone. <laughs> yeah, right. So, But, I mean, there's a big drop-off in, in quarterbacks now. Kirk Cousins is probably the only one left with top 15 upside. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's why I kind of jumped on Tannehill when I did, just because uh, I... I I knew I'd be in the position of having Matt Ryan as my mm-hmm. RB, QB2. I'm fine with Matt Ryan as my RB2. I mean, as my QB2. I yeah. really am. I just don't want to take the chance that he's not there next round. That's all. Yep. So uh, you take Matt Ryan. The very next pick was Cooper Cup, Deontay Johnson, and Miles Gaskin. Eric, you are on the clock. Why don't you tell us who you're looking at? So I'm looking at some of these running backs, and there's kind of a cluster of guys that. I'm okay with, so with there only being four picks in between my next pick, I think I'm going to roll the dice, seeing as there's really only two wide receivers I like right here in uh, T. Higgins and Brandon Ayuk. I much prefer Brandon Ayuk in this spot, so I'm going to pull the trigger and take Brandon Ayuk. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So you take Ayuk. The next pick is Mike Davis, Baker Mayfield, Kenny Galladay, Chase Edmonds, who I know you're high on, or at least like late. And yeah, I like him in this range. Yeah. So he was one of now, the ones I was hoping to get. <laughs> so he's gone. I know the other one you wanted. He's still there. But now do you revisit T Higgins? T Higgins and Claypool are both sitting there. Like they're both interesting, both interesting guys. But uh, running backs fall off quicker than wide receivers. We all know that. And mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to have to ignore that they're sitting there and, and grab one of these running backs and fuck it. <laughs> whoa way down dude oh my god that's like two full rounds it wasn't getting past me <laughs> it's a good thing you took him there because i was gonna tear my rotator cuff on him i take fucking javante williams all the time i gotta switch it up a little bit you gotta, you gotta diversify the funds you know all right so you you take you you uh break your arm reaching for michael carter tyler lockett comes off the board followed by javonta williams and carson wentz and steven you are back on the clock and michael carter is not available what do you do i just fucking quit (laughs) thank everybody for having me and uh, enjoy my fucking money for this league um uh, t higgins is still there and that's who i'm gonna take t higgins goes all right um after T. Higgins was Devonta Smith, Noah, uh, yeah, Noah Fant, Chase Claypool. I am back on the clock. The world is kind of my oyster. Like I, who do you? What's your roster looking like right now? So I have Dak Prescott, Aaron Jones, Allen Robinson, Ryan Tannehill, Kareem Hunt, and Robert Woods. So I have my two starting wide receivers, my two starting running backs, and my two starting quarterbacks. It just feels odd to say two starting quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'm not in love with anybody at the top of this list, man. And geez, it's like, so part of me was just about to say, maybe I should just take Kirk Cousins and try to trade him, but this is redraft. Nobody fucking trades, you know? <laughs> so just going off 
who's at the top here. I'm going to go ahead and and, uh, and take Cortland Sutton and hope that he can return to his former glory. So after Cortland Sutton is Justin Fields, DJ Chark. I'm back on the clock, and I'm going to scroll down a little bit, not nearly as far as Eric did for Michael Carter, but I'm going to scroll down about half a round and take Trey Sermon because I believe in the upside. Oh, the very next pick was his backup, Raheem Mostert. Kirk Cousins goes to Team 9. Melvin Gordon comes off the board. And Steven, you are back on the clock. You currently have Alvin Kamara and Travis Etienne at running back. Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, and T. Higgins at wide receiver. And Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan at quarterback. So what are we looking at? We're looking at Melvin Gordon, who went one pick before me. (laughs) Uh, Yep. Sniped by the fucking bot. Story of my life. So, running backs are falling off. Fast. Yeah. We're in like fourth round of a normal draft territory where you're just reaching for everything you can. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just going to take Ronald Jones here because at least he's, he should have some. Uh, I What I'm hoping with taking Jones is he has some early season relevance. And then when he fades off, E.T. takes over. And uh, I can just plug him in. Mm-hmm. So it's a big gamble. Hopefully it works out for me. But uh, I don't have a lot of faith in Rojo, kind of like Tampa. Yeah, no, I'm all set. Uh, so given so, given what was so, there, I really don't have a choice. Speaking of big gambles, the very next pick is Deshaun Watson to be Team Six's QB2. Now that's a gamble. <laughs> with With Carson Wentz, who's... <laughs> who's going to be out. <laughs> the very <laughs> next pick... <laughs> <laughs> it's still yeah. in better shape than Team 2. They still don't have a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. right? He's going to draft Daniel Jones to be his fucking QB1. So uh, OBJ comes off, then Tua. And Eric, you are on the clock. Tell us who's at the top of your queue. So the top of my queue right now is probably Damian Harris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That just threw up a little in my mouth. Only, only like, because he's at the man, top of my like, YouTube. I like, uh, I like Judy, but fuck, dude. I don't know. I don't want to pull the trigger right here. I'd rather wait to see if he comes back to me. Well, I mean, obviously you have to ignore Debo because you have Ayuk, but is there any consideration for Waddle here? I'd rather take Judy than Waddle. Yeah. You don't want some Juju? Yeah. No, nah, I'm not. I'm done with Juju. Wow. He's still better about 2019. Uh, I guess so, yeah. He, he wants some fucking Claypool, but he doesn't want the better receiver in Juju. <laughs> Crazy. I'd take Claypool over, over Juju 100 out of 100 times. <laughs> You'd be he wrong 99 of be. them. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> Welcome to the eighth round. I don't know what to fucking do. This is a horrible listen for you guys. <laughs> staring at this fucking phone like, who do I take? <laughs> oh my god i mean i'm gonna tell you i do okay. like judy's upside yeah so you Speaking take Jerry judy uh the very next pick was trey lance wow oh he got the he stack still doesn't have a quarterback <laughs> <laughs> trey lance leonard fournette damian harris and debo samuel uh for the record if you are playing redraft trey lance should not go until the last two rounds well, he's a he's a field. super late flyer and that is it uh, Eric, you're back on the clock. You know, uh, now Debo's gone, but Jalen Waddle's still there. Robbie Anderson's still there. If you're still looking at wide receivers, you still got another flex to fill. I do. No, I don't. Um, I got three running backs, three receivers. But well, I mean, I'm assuming I'm, you're not going. You don't want to start Michael Carter in a flex. No, I would if I had to. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna lock up Bobby Tunyon, man, right here. I'm going to take my tight end. Bobby T. So <laughs> Robert Tanyan goes. Then Eric's best pick goes. Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Dallas Goder comes off the board. Robbie Anderson. Steven, you are back on the clock. Uh, I mean, you have three running backs. You have three wide receivers. You have two quarterbacks. You're very, very balanced to this point. You're still in that balanced draft mentality. I like that. Uh, so what are you looking at here? I'm going to stay with the rule of three, and I'm taking the best quarterback left on the board. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yes, I am, <laughs> motherfucker. 
So uh, you take Fitzpatrick, like a total asshole. Uh, Logan Thomas, Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller. So that if I'm going to take a quarterback here, I'm shooting for upside. Pure, pure upside. And I am <laughs> looking at who's available, and the only upside guys that I see are Jamie Swinson and Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take Zach Wilson right here and hope for the best. And David Johnson and Mike Gusecki come off the board. Now I'm going to take my tight end to Irv Smith. And uh, I know he's going to be fucking dope. So I'm not worried about that one lick. The very next pick was Brandon Cooks, LaVisca Chenault, Michael Pittman. And Steven, you are back on the clock. Your current roster is Alvin Kamara, Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers, Keenan Allen, Travis Etienne, Matt Ryan, T. Higgins, Ronald Jones, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Three of everything. Yep. And now I'll start my run of three tight ends. (laughs) I will take take Tyler Higby and hope for the upside with him. Yeah. Tyler, uh, Tyler Higby goes, followed by Curtis Samuel, Daniel Jones, Tyler Boyd, and Eric, you are back on the clock. You also have your tight end. You also have three running backs, three wide receivers. You have two quarterbacks right now. So what are you looking at? Is uh, the the whole top of the queue is quarterbacks right now? Do any of them intrigue you? Maybe the upside of Sam Darnold? No, not yet. I mean, as a QB um, three, I'm will. I'm yeah. I mean, I maybe. I would just snipe I'm him gonna, from team two, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You kind of talk me into it because I'm looking. I'm fine with either AJ Dillon or Gus. I'd rather have Dillon, but I'll take a chance he comes back. Who else They'll both be there. The They'll both be there. Shock the world and take Taysom Hill. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll take fucking AJ Dillon's projected to be my next pick. You think he's going to the next four fucking picks? Hey, you never know. So they, Sam they Darnold, draft wonky. I know. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold goes, followed by Jared Goff, James Conner, Jarvis Landry, Zach Moss. You are back on the clock. AJ Dillon is available. Not anymore. Uh the very next oh, pick I was I forgot about Antonio Brown. Fuck. <laughs> the very I next didn't. pick was Antonio Brown, Marquise Brown, Mike Williams. Uh Steven, who do you really, really want here? I really was gonna take Antonio Brown here. Cousins, the brown cousins go back to back, huh? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um. So, I don't like the wide receivers right now with, with Davis and Gallup. Um, I'm not really looking to take a shot on Bateman. And you have Robinson, so there's a chance Mooney will get back to me because I'd really be surprised if you're going to stack him. I might. Um, you might. I <laughs> doubt it, but you might. So I'm just going to take another running back. I'm going to take Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake goes. <sighs> so you take Kenyon Drake. Who do I take? Very next pick was Hunter Henry, Corey Davis, Rob Gronkowski you can keep. <sighs> I need running backs. I need running backs bad. I need somebody with some upside. All the shade that Brian casts on Gus Edwards and he might Gus be zero, dude. Zero point zero percent chance. Zero point zero. Zero point zero. Trust me for once. Take Gus Bus. No. You're flat out wrong about him. You are flat no, I'm not. out fucking wrong. Flat no, out not. wrong. Yes, you How? are. Because he scored double digit points fucking twice last year. Yeah, because it was a three headed committee for so long. Like once it was a two man back, like he he's a forty percent guy. Yeah, forty percent. You don't what do you find do them guys it? in the eleventh round. You're right. I, I misspoke. He scored double digits one time. So what did 40% of the snaps get him? Nothing. This is fantasy football. We don't get points for snap percentage. He has to do something. That was a three-headed committee till what, week 11, 12? I'm sorry. I was looking at his projections. He did okay after that. After week 11, he did okay. Better than I thought, but still, <laughs> no. Still, but no. Yeah, he had three double-digit Because I'm out of spite. I'm not taking him. Almost four. Because he was at 9.8 points in week 15. No, I'm taking Naheem Hines, who is significantly better than Gus Edwards. He will finish much, much higher than Gus Edwards. I guarantee it. You want to be about it? I bet you right now. 
Oh my god, dude. We got a beer bet. Naheem Hines finishes higher than Gus Edwards. You said much higher. What's higher? Like what do six you want? spots ahead of him? Yeah, I'll take that. Absolutely. Sure. Naheem Hines scored double digits damn near every single week. Yep. Not even close. So I got a third running back. Uh, oh, talk about who went after. The, ne- yeah, the next pick was Gus Edwards. Then Darnell Mooney, who I absolutely love, but Stephen was right. I couldn't take him with Allen Robinson. And thank you, Team 12, for fucking Steve. I really appreciate it. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm still going to get my guy. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take another I'm going to take another running back here. And I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and grab Tony Pollard who might have some standalone value and is potentially one of the best handcuffs of the Ooh, no. I just saw Marv Jones on the list. Got to take Marv Jones. The upside's way too high. Mm-hmm. So, Marvin Jones, Michael Gallup, Rashad Bateman, Devin Singletary, and you are back on the clock. Your guy is still there. I know how much you love Jamal Williams. Well, I'm not taking a running back. Oh, I thought you, that's who I thought you were talking about. No, no. Uh, Devontae Parker, man. Devontae Parker. Oh, come no. on. He plus. Yes, he does. Um. I am going to take. I'm going to take Henry Ruggs. Henry, Henry Ruggs. Ruggs, tons of upside. In this range, I love taking Henry Ruggs. Lots of upside, though. Yeah, till, he's yeah, a twelfth till you, round till you, pick. Till he's wide receiver, yeah. fucking sixty-eight, and you're cutting him <laughs> six. <laughs> but, the, but I'm okay with that. Where I'm taking him. Yeah, no, I, mean, I know. I know these are. This is the cuttable range. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not uh, ready to take a, a, a rookie wide receiver yet. So I'll take a chance on a I am. wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you take Henry Ruggs. The next pick is Devontae Parker. Then Elijah Moore and Jonu Smith. You are back on the clock. What what rookie wide receiver are you eyeing, Eric? Rondale Moore, maybe? Yes, Boom! sir. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of regretting not taking Tony Pollard. Okay, so the next pick was Evan Engram, Tony Pollard, Nelson Aguilar, Russell Gage. You are back on the clock. The world is your oyster. Your roster is full. What are you looking at? I think I'm going to throw a dart at uh, fucking T.Y. Hilton right here. Mm. I'm just fucking around. I took Jamal Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, dude, what a fucking waste of a dart. <laughs> so you take Jamal Williams. Uh, that's followed by Cole Komet, J.D. McKissick, Adam Trotman, and Steven, you are on the clock. What's it going to be? I am now ready to take my rookie wide receiver, and it is going to be Mr. Terrence Marshall. Terrence Marshall, dude. Uh, the next pick was T.Y. Hilton. Jared Cook, Kenny Gainwell goes. Man, I still need another running back. I yeah, still Kenny do. Kenny Gainwell is Team 10's RB3. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> His RB2 is Mostert. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, uh, Jesus, I need a running back so fucking bad, and there's, like, nobody left. This is awful. Jeez, I just realized Team 12, they got the Baltimore Ravens backfield fucking monopolized. <laughs> <laughs> they box. I shouldn't. I shouldn't beat on them too much. Still, it should be programmed in. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm just kind of scrolling down the list here because I kind of need a little bit of everything. I got four wide receivers. I got three running backs. Just three picks left in the draft. <sighs> Man, the sun god, baby. Yeah, I was just about to say, I think Amon Ross, St. Brown, even though I do not believe in him in the 13th round, it's like, you know what, I'll grab him because there is a ton of upside. So I'll grab him here and hope for the best. So I'll take Amon Ross, St. Brown. The next pick was Alexander Madison, followed by Nicole Hardman. I'm back on the clock. I still don't know who I'm picking. Man. You know what? I'm going to. I'm so fucking lost, dude. I'm on full tilt. I'm on full tilt. Full tilt alert. Oh, never mind. Manuel Sanders. <laughs> so I take Emmanuel Sanders. 
followed by Philip Lindsay, Latavius Murray, Cole Beasley, and Steven, you are on the clock. I'm I'm gonna take another uh upside play from yesteryear, and I'm gonna take Jalen Rager. Wow, three hope and a prayers in a row. Oh, more than that. That started at <laughs> Brian Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I've been on a hope and a prayer since round nine. Whoa! Well, round yeah. round eight. Let's go with round eight because Ronald <laughs> Jones is there too. <laughs> so uh, the next pick was Traquan Smith, followed by Chubb Hubbard, Gabriel Davis, and Eric. You are on the clock. This is where people really just throw the darts on their guys. You know who's your guy here? There ain't a lot of shit. I know that. Like, do I take another running back, quarterback? Some kind of girl. I'm all set. I got three. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. I'm looking at some tight ends. I'm thinking, man, maybe I could throw a dart on like a Gerald Everett or Blake Jarwin. I don't know. So, all right, I'm gonna tell you what. Tell me. This might be a little bit of a surprise. I'm gonna take. Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Sammy fucking Watkins. All right. The next pick is Paris Campbell, followed by Gerald Everett, Tariq Cohen, Tevin Coleman. Eric is back on the clock. You could still get that tight end if you wanted. I could, but this is a true dart throw, baby. I'm taking Nico Collins. Wow, that is a dart throw. <laughs> Supposedly, he's been killing it at camp. They said he's the clear-cut number two. Who's going to throw the ball to him? I have no idea. It's not going to be Watson. <laughs> so you take Nico Collins, followed by Savannah Ahmed, Rashad Penny, Devontae Booker. Steven, you are on the clock. I am going to take Eric's tight end and Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin, followed by Christian Kirk, Javian Hawkins, uh, Daryl Williams. And I am on the clock. The guy that I was hoping would fall to me fell to me. And I can finally go just go ahead and remove all fear and draft AJ Green. No, I'm kidding. It's Giovanni Bernard. <laughs> and the, the used to be Giovanni Bernard goes with the very last pick, all uh, very last pick in the draft, James White. So I, I like Gio. And I love where he's going in drafts because I think there's a lot of PPR upside. We've seen Tom Brady love to throw to running backs. And what did we hear this offseason? Tom Brady recruited Geo. I think he brought him there to be the James White guy, basically. And I just... I Do I think it'll be a very valuable role? I don't know. Do I think Geo has the role all to himself or are we split with Lenny? I don't know. But 13th, 14th, 15th round? Fuck it, man. Throw the dart. Like, what is it to lose? You know? So, obviously, I think th- I think all three of our teams came out pretty good. Eric, how do you feel about your team? I'd feel pretty damn confident heading in to a mm-hmm. real fucking league. This was not a mock, obviously. It's a mock. Patty Mahomes, Tom Brady, Donald. Blah, but he's a backup. <sighs> I'm good with Najee and Gibson. I'm actually, I think it's a pretty good start considering where I was picking from. I was at the 1-3. And, uh, you know, I was able to still get CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Ayuk, two guys I like a lot. Jerry Judy is a little upside play of mine, as well as Rondell Moore. And then you could say Sammy Watkins and Nico Collins as well. Those are, those are swings. <laughs> I'm just, with all the shit going on in Baltimore, I mean, you already got Marquise Brown hurt, and I had Bateman's okay, but he got a little banged up. I'm like, Sammy Watkins might be the last guy fucking standing. And he he had a very good season under Greg Roman. I believe it was his best season of all time in, uh, since he's been in the league. And maybe Greg Roman can can suck a little bit of that out of Sammy, you know what I mean, and kind of get him to, to play to his maximum potential. Mm. It's just Sammy Watkins' biggest issue has just been that he can't stay healthy. But in the 14th round, fuck it, whatever. And, you know, I was able to, like I said, I got Najee, Najee Harris, Antonio Brown, uh, Antonio Antonio Gibson as my two starting running back. I was able, I, I sniped Michael Carter in the seventh from Steve. And I backed uh, them guys up with A.J. Dillon and Jamal Williams, two guys I like taking late. I think A.J. Dillon's going to have some standalone value, and he's potentially uh 80-plus percent snap share uh replacement if Aaron Jones ever got hurt. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he would probably see a heavy workload. Yeah, Jamal no, Williams he's just... possibly too, but not. I don't think he would see a heavy workload. They would sprinkle in some one of them other guys like uh, Jamar Jefferson or whoever else they have on the team. No, I mean, A.J. Dillon is like the highest value handcuff or the highest type value handcuff where if absolute need be, you could start him. You know he's not going to do much, but you could start him. And then if the guy in front of him gets hurt, he he's worth a million bucks. You know, like that's what you want. Like the, the, the Alexander Madisons of the world, like they're considered quote unquote high value handcuffs. Because what if the guy in front of him gets hurt? But they ain't worth fuck all unless the guy in front of him gets hurt. A.J. Dillon could be the Jamal Williams of last year where if you're really in a pinch, you can start him. And he won't kill you. He won't help you, but he won't kill you. And if the guy in front of him gets hurt, man, he could win the fucking game for you all by himself. So I love grabbing A.J. Dillon down there. I think it was a very smart pick. And uh, obviously, you know, I love me some Michael Carter. So I'm definitely not going to be shitting on your running back core. Let me ask you this. I I would have taken Kyler Murray before Pat Mahomes. Am I crazy? Not if the league's four-point passing touchdown. If it's a standard QB scoring league, no. Because he's got more dual threat uh, scoring ability. And like I said, in those, in those scoring settings, uh, mobile quarterbacks that are going to give you a lot of rushing yards, potentially rushing touchdowns, are a little more valuable than predominant pocket passers um Mahomes will run too he's not yeah. a fucking he's not a statue in the pocket, no he does but I the thing with I just Murray might have bigger games but Mahomes has those big games in him as well but I feel like he's just more a more consistent option but I don't really I don't I won't call anybody crazy for having Kyla Murray ranked ahead of Mahomes because like I said I see the case for it they well Look at last year. Through the first like eight, nine weeks of the season, Kyler Murray was the RB1. Kyler Murray was on pace to have the best quarterback season of all time. Mm-hmm. Then he got that shoulder injury, and it just completely derailed the rest of his season. And that's that's my thing with Kyler Murray. He hasn't hit his ceiling yet. He's entering his third year in the league. Like, I'm sorry, but I I want that upside. And you know what? If he does what he did last year... That won't kill me either. I'm fine with that, you know? But the upside of him having a fucking bonkers season like that, I I want it so bad. And the only way Mahomes can give that to me is if he goes back to throwing 50-plus touchdowns, which I think we can all agree probably not going to happen again in his career. I mean, that's usually a one and done. If he... If he does do it again, it'll be completely random. There'll be no deciphering it, no looking at it ahead of time. Like that's not something that you can predict. A fifty-plus touchdown passing season. It's 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 only happened a couple times in NFL history. You know, if anybody was ever going to do it again, though, obviously it would be him. Oh well, yeah, no, him. I would pick him. But like we draft him every year based on his. We draft him at his ceiling every single year. And ever since he ha- ever since he threw fifty plus touchdowns, he hasn't delivered. Because we're still drafting him like he's going to throw fifty plus touchdowns and be the QB one. And it's just it's unrealistic to place him on that pedestal. You know what I mean? I hear you. I know what you're saying. I just he's he's a model of consistency too. He had one bad game. Oh no no! Don't get me wrong. He's points. great. He's great. Like I don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing with it. I just. People act like he is the untouchable number one. Like he's the Travis Kelsey of his position, and it's just not the case. Yeah. No, I don't. Like I said, I I have no problem with anybody who wants Kyler over Mahomes. Because, like I said, Kyler was on an insane pace, dude. Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray didn't have a bad game till week twelve at New England. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know if that's when the injury happened. I think it when did it happen? The week before. The week before before. against 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 uh, Seattle. Seattle? Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of because yeah oh yeah definitely you look at the game logs it's green 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 New England game red yellow yellow green yellow red so that's right <laughs> when it started when he got that shoulder injury it just hit it he cliff dived a little bit I mean mm-hmm. he still wasn't horrible in some of those games like seventeen points sixteen you expect more out of your QB but it's not sinking you either yeah uh, Stephen how do you feel about your team I'm. I like my team up through 
pick seven. <laughs> um, I, I'm fine with Patrick. Well, I, shit fell off the board. Uh, I'm yeah. fine with getting Higby where I where I got him. He fell right to me. I'm good with Fitzpatrick as my third quarterback. I just I don't like having to take Rojo. I I didn't want to take him there, but I really didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Eric took Dylan. I would have taken him instead of Drake. Not completely unhappy with Drake. Uh, and then I I had to just take some shots at upside with with the last three wide receivers. So I don't I don't hate the team. It's not my favorite back end anyways, but I, I like the way that it worked out by taking Kamara and Adams first and waiting on the quarterback. I, I don't uh I don't regret doing that. Mm-hmm. So I mean obviously, you know, you have Kamara and E. T., which I think is a a, a pretty decent one two punch. You know, E. T. It's like he. Sh- I feel like he should finish as a RB two. You know. Yeah. No. I, you, and I'm okay with him. I really am. And, and I have, like I said, when I took Rojo, at least I have him. And hopefully they they make the transition around the same time. Because mm-hmm. I think Rojo early will probably be somewhat relevant, and then I'm just not sure you know how much more work geo is going to take i don't know what they're going to do with Fournette again so i'm hoping that early on uh, i can get a few games out of rojo until i can depend on et and if jacobs gets hurt or Kenyon, you know i I have Kenyon drake or jacobs is just fucking bad uh and they and they go with more more drake i got a shot there i guess but those are the two i don't really feel that comfortable with Rugs, Marshall, and, and Rager. I'm fine with those three because I'm, I'm really not going to have to start those guys. Or will you? Because I was just about to ask. I mean, you have Kamara and Et at running back at wide yeah. receiver. You have Adams and Allen, and for your flexes, you have Higgins and who? Probably. I mean, I probably have to throw Rugs in. So, and that's yeah. that's my. I, it's. That's ugly. <laughs> I you mean, know, I mean, I, I might, I might flex Jarwin. I, I really might, depending on how he looks coming back from the injury. Yeah, but that's ugly too. But yeah, I mean, everything like you said. Ugly. It's definitely. I mean, it started strong. I just, I, I think that it just, it just kind of fell apart in the middle there. You know, no, no offense intended, but that that's what mocks are for. You know, we try yeah, different no, no, things I, and it doesn't work, you know, the, the, the guys that I was looking to get went on either side of me and I locked down Fitzpatrick so that I had my third quarterback. I probably should have just let him go and taken, uh, like Waddle or Fuller there. Um, mm-hmm. or even, you know, even maybe Pittman, but it's it just that landscape is so bad after he goes that, you know, I, I didn't really yeah. want to take the chance of not having a high upside third quarterback. So my that's that's my biggest problem being in the middle is I always like, well, I'll take this guy here and this guy will come back to me. And he never does. Mm-hmm. And my team sucks. And when I'm on the ends, it's like I know he's not coming back to me. If I want him, I have to take him right here. And I take him. And at the end of the draft, I love my fucking team. Yeah. Even if I reach for guys, I love my fucking team. And in the middle, I'm always like, oh, he'll come back. He'll come back. He won't come back. You know? <laughs> well, like in a regular draft, like I knew pretty much where you and Eric are going to go. So I can plan on if I've got to reach for a guy with you guys. But with the auto draft, like there's no way that team six is taking four running backs in a row. You know, to start in a tight end in a super flex league to start the to start their draft. You know what I mean? So one of those guys, I probably would have been able to get Carson, which changes my entire outlook on the way that I can grab players or um, like some of the wide receivers that went. They they would have taken other guys. So I don't beat myself up about it so bad in the middle. I usually can put a decent team together. In the middle, I just didn't mm-hmm. reach for a couple of guys that I didn't really need to reach for. 
Um, I think just changing that Fitzpatrick pick would have made a bigger difference. I didn't anticipate that none of the computers would only take two quarterbacks. <laughs> We're the only ones that took three. Yeah. Yeah. Literally and, every single team took exactly two quarterbacks other than yeah. us. And I'm being is it's redraft. I actually might be more comfortable with that approach, taking two quarterbacks and just grabbing the streaming option mm-hmm. um, for, you know, for, for matchups instead of carrying the third. Because it's not like Dynasty where you where you're gonna have to have this guy with with your roster for years because you're not gonna be able to get that other quarterback in the draft. So yeah, it's a very good point to kind of look at kind of look at having two quarterbacks the same as having one quarterback in a standard league. It's it's interesting. Right. I never really thought of it that way. And like you don't have to play a quarterback. You can play a wide receiver, or a running back. Or yeah, you could put. It's just much else more in. advantageous to play a quarterback in a super flex. Oh my god! You Worst case scenarios. Worst case scenario, you can plug in a wide receiver there if you had to during a bye week. And mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of didn't think of that either. But I would have definitely not taken Sam Donald if I thought. Well, of that. I mean, we're so used to mocking the style in a dynasty format. A dynasty. Yeah, it didn't even cross my mind to be honest. <laughs> Brian, how do you feel about your team being as bad as it is? <laughs> <laughs> do you, do do you have any concerns with only having one real starting running back to start the season? Oh no, that's that's not my concern. Aaron Jones and Kareem Hunt, I'm more than fine with rolling into the season. More than fine. Kareem Hunt was top ten last year. Uh, I understand that Nick Chubb missed some time, but he scored double digits when Chubb was there. So I I'm more than confident he finishes as a high end RB two. My real gripe with this team is the depth. I have Trey Sermon, who I think will win the job. Does he? I don't know. I have Naheem Hines, who's not a bad little injury fill-in for a week or two, but he can't carry me. I got Gio Bernard, who's a total fucking dart throw. So I have an RB2. You know, I, I, I know he's an RB2 unless Chubb gets hurt, but... You know, after that, it's all question marks. It's my my biggest problem is the depth. If I had somebody better in front of Kareem Hunt or better after Kareem Hunt, I'd be fine with Kareem Hunt. But the fact that I need to count on him, that mm-hmm. and basically, the, like I'm fine counting on Kareem Hunt. Let me rephrase. I'm fine counting on Kareem Hunt. I'm not fine with having no depth behind him. That scares the shit out of me. I typically never leave a draft without running back depth and i have none i can relate to that and uh you know my wide receivers i'm okay with like i wish i had a i wish i had better flex plays than Cortland sutton and marvin jones like i feel like you could do worse but you could do a hell of a lot better too especially in super flex so yeah. maybe i put a little too much emphasis on Tannehill. maybe i should have just taken keenan allen but then who would my second quarterback be? We, we'd be knocking me for that. So <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, if you don't take Tannehill there, your second quarterback is either Matt Ryan, who you gave me shit for, or Baker Mayfield. I didn't give Everybody you shit. Eric gave you shit. You. I'm fine with Matt Ryan. But, uh, yeah, no, I think, Tana, I think Tannehill was your right choice there. And, like, I'm looking at this board, right, after, after we look at our three teams, and I'm kind of regretting my running back situation. You're kind of regretting your, your running back situation a little bit. Look at the team to your left, look at the team to your right, and then look at team number one. <laughs> look at team number five and their running back situation. So team We're one, fucking playoff bound, baby. We're there. Team one took Leonard Fournette, Damian Harris, James Conner, Tony Pollard, Tariq Cohen. Those are their five running backs on their team. Yeah. That's brutal. Brutal. I mean, decent wide receiver core horrid running backs and you know what i think you could do worse than well i mean we just saw you could do worse than henderson javonta williams but yeah that's Mm -hmm. shaky at best because that's all he's got i mean i would be fine with henderson williams and and somebody else but his somebody else is mckissick yeah no i mean you're right i mean don't get me wrong i think that all three of us would would make the playoffs in this league i have no doubt but i think clear in a way the favorite is eric like it's yeah to me, it's not even fucking close. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, did we learn in this mock that if you are in a super flex redraft league, you definitely want to be in the top? Or do you think you guys well, just made some picks that you'd change around and it would look better? Yeah, I think I, I think we definitely make some different picks for sure. Yeah. If I if I make a different if I don't take Fitzpatrick and I take a different wide receiver there, I'm I'm much happier with my team. Yeah. If you can fill your flexes, you're obviously in a much different spot. And if I put a little less emphasis on quarterback, I think I would have liked my team a lot better. And so. don't get me wrong. If, if Devontae Adams doesn't fall to me in the second round, I'm taking a quarterback there. Yeah. The only reason I didn't is because he was still there. So we're, we're learning. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of uh, – as many leagues as I'm in, you might find it surprising that there's not a lot of them that are super flex redraft. Um, the super flex ones that I'm in are keeper, and most of those I I keep my two quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just redrafting a few running backs and and wide receivers is pretty much all I need to do to fill my team. So it's it's definitely a learning experience for all of us to see how these shake out, and then you get in with with twelve people. And it may be completely different because of where they take quarterbacks and how many they take. So, yeah. but I still think I still think that the uh, that just taking two is fine, especially with a small roster like this, and just and take the shot at, at streaming a guy. Like Eric says, if there's nobody there, you just put somebody else in it for the week. Yep. So, if you're gonna so say you're only gonna go with two QBs, would you punt your second quarterback for a little longer? Maybe look like sixth, seventh round. No. no, 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 the exact opposite. Yeah, because I want those two really? to be tops. Yeah, I want those two to be a lot better. Because I'm not going to be taking a shot on, you know, a, a rookie or like a Fitzpatrick. There's always a few guys that sneak in, though, man. The top. There's always there are, like but two I'd to rather... three quarterback waiver pickups. If you can nail it, you'd be well, sitting I, pretty. I, I, th- I don't think but there's that many. There's usually like one. There's usually nah, a there's couple. usually a few. Yeah. It's usually a couple that are top 15. I'd rather grab that guy early in the season off of waivers because by then I'm going to know who of my other dart throws in 10-plus rounds that I can drop, and I'll grab that guy then. Because at least then I know that my first like nine rounds are solid, and it's just my flex guys or bye week guys that I, I can drop one of those to get a quarterback. See who's who's shaking out and uh, try and anticipate that guy I want to grab. All right, so I think that's pretty much going to wrap this episode. So, uh, Eric, anything to say to the listeners before we depart? No, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for listening, <laughs> Stephen. Anything to, anything for the listeners? You missed the redraft league. Um, those of you that got entered, thank you very much. Look forward to playing against you. Those who didn't, well. You will not know the honor it is to lose in a league to me. Um, but there's always next year, and I hope you get entered in to the uh, to the redraft league when we do it again next year. So, I mean, like Steve said, if you're not in the listener league, sorry, you missed your chance. Suck it. Also, you missed your chance to win an Aaron Jones autographed helmet, but you could win the next giveaway of a full size. Tyreek Hill autographed replica Eclipse helmet and a Tyreek Hill autographed stat jersey. It has his stats from the Super Bowl, February 2nd, 2020, Super Bowl 54, dude. 105 yards, nine receptions. Homeboy fucking killed it, okay? Both of these things are going to one winner. You're going to start your collection right here with a jersey and a helmet. These things are gorgeous. You can find the picture on our website, daydreamingdegenerates.com. Pretty easy to remember. All you have to do to get entered into that giveaway is to send us an email to dddfantasyfootballgmail.com or a voicemail, 508-343-8010. It won't ring. It'll go straight to voicemail. You leave us a question and you share a social media post. Facebook, Instagram, Daydreaming Degenerates Fantasy Football Podcast. Share a post, leave a question, automatically entered. That's the end of your part. Okay? 
And then you just get an email from us out of the blue that says, hey, you won. How fucking sweet is that, right? You can also get entered by joining our Patreon at the $5 tier. You can find that link on our website, daydreamingdegenerous.com again, in case you missed it. Or by submitting a judgment. We have a totally separate stream. You email us. You send us pictures or screenshots to dddfantasyfootballjudge at gmail.com. We will judge your league. We will judge your trade. We will judge your mock. We will judge your team. We will judge your draft. Whatever you want. A special episode just for you and your league mates. And if you do that, you're also automatically entered. So, guys, there's a lot of ways to win this thing. And, dude, people love the judgments. We hear back all the time. They love them. We just, we fucking roast every team. We find, we nitpick and we find a problem with every single one of them. Except for some, which are a little too lopsided. (laughs) So, pretty easy to get entered into this, guys. And you help us, we'll help you. Two-way street, right? So thank you guys so much for listening to this mock draft. We were so happy to do it for you. We hope we can help you out a little bit if you are converting to Superflex, which, like we said, more and more people are. So thank you for listening. Please let us know what you think. Find us on Facebook. Drop a comment. Write us an email. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Have a good night. Have a good night.